everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name. If you've heard enough of these podcasts recently, you know that's what we say in the beginning every time. But do we hear it? Decrease our name and increase God's name. When is a time today that you are going to say something about yourself, something about I? Where can we shine God's light in that situation? Whether it's to be humble or to be kind, or maybe today you're going to talk to somebody about Jesus for the first time, or maybe it's their fifth time or a hundredth time learning about Jesus, but just believing that the Lord is with you, that he is your God, he will not leave you or forsake you in that conversation. And be encouraged by this, Luke 12, 11 through 12. If you're thinking about talking to somebody about God today, I pray you do. That would be amazing. It says, and when they bring you before the synagogues and the rulers and the authorities, do not be anxious about how you should defend yourself or what you should say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. So do not worry, do not fear, Deuteronomy 31, 6. Be strong and courageous, do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. So you've got somebody who's standing behind you. He's got your back. As my nanny used to say, the Lord's got your hind parts. So he's got your hind parts. Thank you guys for listening. Ashley Gillis is with us this week, Community Relations Manager at Ronald McDonald House Charities of Northwest Florida. And Ronald McDonald House is a worldwide organization. So if you wanna get connected with them, Ashley does share that towards the end of this interview. And she's just a delight. So I hope you all enjoy this. God is our help. He is our healer. He is our everything. He's our teacher. And so I just pray that this interview draws you closer to Christ. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this conversation with my dear friend, Ashley Gillis. It is an honor to have you on this podcast because what an incredible charity. What an incredible thing you're doing. Oh, it's just amazing. And I tell people every day just how blessed and lucky I am that I get to work here. I mean, not only with the families that we get to work with, but our volunteers and staff. I mean, it really is just like a joy to come to work every day. And a lot of people will ask and say, like, isn't it so sad to work there? And at times it is. Our families are going through unimaginable things sometimes, but they have such a hope when they come here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, the house is just filled with love. And I think everyone that steps in here and comes yes. to our and feel that. And it just, oh, I just, I'm so pumped to be here like every day and, and do what we can for these families. That's amazing. Okay. So for someone who is going into their job today, I pray that Ashley's just excitement fills you up, you know, like that's <laughs> from the Lord. That's amazing. Uh, but how you are using your gifts and talents to serve you're, you're serving God, but you're serving the people in that place. Like you are seeing them as just people who you're serving. I don't know how it's to put it. Like you're, you see them and you're like, I love you. Like I'm here for you. Your actions are kind and gentle and sweet. And so I wanted to have you on because I think you're a great example. And if you could tell us a little bit about what you do there, I think you're a great example for 
people who are working, just like your humble spirit, how you just work. You just are so um, kind. And I think that is something that we can all learn from today. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. So I want to just tell you kind of our mission because we kind of changed our mission recently at the house, kind of updated it. And I think it just is such a a to the point thing of of what we do. Um, So our mission here at the house in Northwest Florida is to love and support families of children with medical needs by giving them a place to call home. And that's really what we want our families to feel when they walk in our doors. This is their home for one day, a week, maybe upwards of a year, however long that they're gonna stay with us. Um, They are, they're they're living here. They are, um, they're coming to eat meals and sleep here and visit their child in the hospital. And we want them to have that feeling just when they walk in their house of, okay, I'm safe, I'm comfortable, like this is my area. And it's just so heartwarming to see how our families get to interact. You know, whether they have a baby in the NICU or maybe they're going through chemo treatments or if they were in a car accident, they, they're all able to bond over, you know, having to be here and, and, you know, going through some sort of medical crisis with their child. So that's a little bit about the house, but what I actually do kind of on a day-to-day basis um, is I handle a lot of our marketing and PR. So with Facebook and our website and kind of getting everything out there that we're doing throughout the day um, with graphics and videos, and that's kind of my favorite part is when I actually really get to interact with the families and tell their story because it is so impactful. And I mean, oftentimes I'm crying. Right. (laughs) Yes. And um, it's just really amazing to hear how one place has really changed their life um, and gave them such a support system that they could continue to be there for their child. Because if you're not able to take care of yourself and, and get rest and get food, you know, for them to be over in the hospital like that all day long, you know, it's going to be so much harder for them to care for their child. So our our big goal is to you know, help the family, keep them, you know, do whatever they need so that they can be there for their little one. Right. And you were talking earlier about, they come in with such hope and that you get to know them through learning about their stories and publishing their stories through different, uh, you know, various uh, platforms that you all use. So what's something that you've learned about their hope? Because I'm sure everybody's story is different, but their hope I'm sure is a little consistent, like their hope is in, you know, getting through this or whatever. What can you tell us about their hope? Yeah. So I think that's a big thing. They, a lot of times parents are met with this kind of shock of, okay, this happened or this is going on. Now what do we do? How, you know, how are we going to care for them? How are we going to, you know, stay here close to them? because sometimes it's not realistic to sleep on a couch in, you know, their room at the hospital. Um, We families stay, like I said, upwards of a year. um, And that, that, that's training for you. Um, So I think when they realize there's somewhere I can stay that I'm not going to have to pay. I mean, that's a huge thing. That's why we fundraise throughout the year so that, our families aren't, that's a burden that's taken away from them. They're not having to worry about that financial side. Like, how am I going to pay for a hotel room? Even 
just a week, if you think about having to pay for a hotel room for a week, if that's not something you had planned for, that's probably not in your budget. And that's right. going to be, you know, right. upwards of dollars or more. Um, and, and that's a lot, especially when you're adding on medical expenses on top of that. And I think so many of them come in and they're just like, wow, I can kind of breathe again. This part is taken off of me and I can focus on my child and they can interact with the other families and say, oh, you know, my baby, you know, they rolled over, they got to, um, they took four bottles today in the NICU and they can kind of go with one another through that timeline and see, okay, there, there's hope here. We're going to keep pushing forward. They're doing great. And if they do have a bad day, you know, they have other people to lean on the staff. We have one of our night managers, Miss Cindy, and I can't tell you how many people have sent in family stories talking about her saying, it's like I was talking to my grandmother. Amazing. And that just is, to me, that's just so, so sweet to think that they can come in and find someone that they can bond with and help them through that time when some of them aren't necessarily you know, close to their families, you know, we serve from Pensacola to Panama City, and that's a huge three hour, you know, window. Um, So sometimes families can't always, you know, be together, and they need that support. Someone physically there to give them a hug and tell them, hey, we're here for you. It's going to be okay. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Um, You know, get that bottle in or, or whatever the case may be for, um, for their child. Encouraging. Um, Cindy, tell us about Cindy. I love this, how, you know, people are writing about her and she's interacting with everyone there. She is, she is just so sweet. And I, she, she works our night shift. So she's, she's usually here around four to midnight. And um, a lot of the time she's the only staff member here later in the evening. We never actually close the house. So we always have a staff member here in case families need something. Okay. And so she's always right at the front desk, talking to families, interacting with them, asking how their day went, you know, what new milestones maybe did they meet? What did they struggle with today? And they bond so much with her because she does. I mean, she is a grandmother. She has, I think, four grandchildren now. And um, she's just that one of those people that our families gravitate towards. And we have quite a few staff members um, like that, which is just amazing. We we hug a lot. <laughs> yeah. And we just, I think that's just our big thing is just love. I mean, we treat them like they are part of our family and they remain part of our family even when they get to finally go home. We have so many um, families that come back and visit and that just is the best part when we get to see you know that tiny little baby that was in the NICU maybe three years later and they're running around and having so lots awesome. of fun or um, after their chemo treatments, they come back and um, you know maybe their hairs come back in and we get to celebrate that. And it just, it's just amazing. I love how she, Cindy asks, what milestones did you meet? Like when they come in, it's like, I want to know the update. Give me the good news. Like, (laughs) it's not like, how are you doing? It's like, what milestones did you meet? You know what I mean? Like, that's something I want to take home and use with my spouse, like asking him, Hey, what goals did you accomplish today? Like, that's kind of a, a, bigger question. I don't want to be like so intimidating to him, but like, you know, something that's like, you're asking a question for the good. And that's what she's asking them. Like, 
Tell me the good that happened to you today. What milestones did you meet? So that was really cool. When you said Cindy and how she was just caring for others, it's like, wow, I have to know more about Cindy, but 4 p.m. to midnight with four grandbabies. Oh my goodness. That is awesome. Like she's, she's awesome. That's great. Um, okay. So fundraising, that's a big thing I wanted to talk about on the podcast because you guys are doing an event this year. I know last year it was canceled, but, um, Mm -hmm. yes, I want to dive into the 5k because we do have a lot of listeners in Northwest Florida, Um, so people who are listening, who are not Northwest Florida, you know, Hey, maybe you can still run. I don't know, but tell us about the event you all have coming up this summer. Yeah. So we have our firecracker 5k, which is actually my favorite event throughout the year. Um, I just love it. We get to interact with people and I just find it so much fun, um, to be out there really early morning for us. I think we normally get downtown around like four, four 30. Um, but I'm just like so pumped. I'm like, people are coming. We're going to do this race. And um, so, yeah, it'll be on Saturday, July 3rd this year. And um, right now, registration is $35. But there's a really cool thing that we're doing this year and that if you're not local or maybe you can't get here, um, you can run virtually. What? So you can actually, yeah, online and you can make your own course. And we're still going to get people a t shirt and a medal. Um, so, even, you know, if they don't want to come out or maybe they still don't feel comfortable being in a large group, um, they can do it uh, virtually, which I think is a really great option. Or maybe if you already have plans for the 4th of July, um, right. that's still available to you. But yeah, you can go on our website and register. And we were would just love to see everyone out there and pumped and definitely in your red, white, and blue. Um, I think we're still going to try and do some sort of costume contest or something around those lines. Okay. Um, Definitely yeah. for your red, white, and blue attire. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, we cannot skip past that because yeah. <laughs> not last year, obviously, but the year before it was wild. Like the attire oh, it's great. that people were wearing, <laughs> I was underdressed. Let's just put it that way. I mean, I had like a flag cape on, but everybody was just dressed head to toe an American flag. It was awesome. Yes. So yes, I mean, we can't <laughs> emphasize that enough. Dress up and run virtually if you want to everyone's welcome. Amen, sister. Open it up. (laughs) That is great. I did not know you guys were doing a virtual race this year. Yeah, this is the first year we've done it. And I'm just so excited that people have that option. Obviously, we're going to be doing everything we can to keep everyone um, as safe as we can downtown. Right. Um, But that's an option for people. So well, and I've seen other races downtown too, where you guys have it um, by Seville Quarter. So, and it seemed like they did fine. I mean, you know, traffic yeah. obviously diverts, um, but that's not even an issue. I mean, that's just what it is. So, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be great. It's going to be great. And what you guys do is amazing. Um, and this is a global organization. So, I did want to follow up on that because yeah. I did not know that before we started recording this. We were just talking about that it's a global organization. So, can you tell us a little bit about what Ronald McDonald House does, you know, in the nation, but also outside of the US, if you don't mind? Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, the overall kind of goal for Ronald McDonald House is to give families um, with a child in the hospital a home away from home. So, and and that kind of differs depending on where you're at, but basically we want to provide a home-like environment and and do everything that we can while your child is facing that medical crisis to help you through that. So, and it's 
we're all over the U.S. and every state, typically most every state has multiple chapters too, which is just amazing. Um, but yeah, we're all over the world. I actually got to go to a global conference a few years ago and yeah. I mean, it was almost overwhelming, but it, it was just I mean, just the coolest thing. Yes, <laughs> because yes, tell us. So many chapters like Argentina and Ireland and um, there's from Australia and Canada. I mean, just everywhere. And wow. the impact making, you know, where they live. And, um, you know, some of them have houses. Some of them have care mobiles. So they're able to, you know, go to those people and um, give them access to care maybe that they wouldn't be receiving otherwise, okay. which is just phenomenal. And to know that there's just kind of this global force helping these families that so desperately need it. I, I mean, that's just, I, I don't know what more you could, could ask for to work for an organization like that. It just, right. I know a lot of us just left in tears. I mean, I hope we get to have another one soon um, because you do, you just walk in and get goosebumps and then you get to meet and interact with all of these people and find out, you know, things that they do there that maybe you would want to implement here. And uh, it's just such an amazing time to, to hear from them and their stories and maybe their different struggles that maybe we're not facing. Right. Right. And taking care of God's kids. I mean, that's what you guys are doing. We're all children of God and just these babies, you know, youth, you guys are taking care of them. And with people like yourself, Ashley and Cindy and everyone else there, you guys just have an incredible team. And so I'm so thankful for the work you all do. I mean, you're doing good work. I mean, you are like loving on these people and it's a global <laughs> mission. So thank you for sharing everything today. Um, oh, you know, I'm you. Gonna ask, oh yeah, no, you're welcome. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm going to ask this last question. Um, what's a Bible verse that's helping you in this season? So I kind of have two, if that's okay. Yes. One, I think stuck with me for such a long time. And I think it it's like such a good daily reminder for me personally um, to just give it to him a lot of the times because, yes. you know, a lot of times stuck and trying to, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to get there. And it's like, okay, well, maybe that's not quite the plan. Um, right, right, so um Proverbs um, three, and it's verse, um, verse five through six. So it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and always acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Yes. So I think so <laughs> no, that I just remember, I, I think I was at UF um, and I remember reading that. I think it was in one of my um, small groups and I was just like, whoa, it was just one of those kind of like light bulb moments and it was like yes okay that that just speaks so much to me a lot of the time because yes. I, I just get stuck in like okay this is where I need to head and um sometimes it's not so <laughs> yes <laughs> and just not on your own understanding yes I love it um and then my other one is um I just this one popped up recently um and it just really spoke a lot to me. It's Mark 12, verse 30 through 31. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. There is no other commandment greater than these. And I think that one just speaks so much to, you know, me being here at the house and loving every single family that comes in here and seeing what we can do for them to help, you know, make their time here a little bit easier. 
Um, and especially with everything that, that's going on, I think we just need some more love and, and putting that out there for people and, you know, just saying, hey, I love you and we're going to get through this. <laughs> right. I mean, you're connected to them for, you said sometimes close to a year, right? Yeah, I mean, they do. I mean, we have little ones that we had a few, one, Anaya, she just, she'll have my heart for forever. She was going through chemo and um, she was three at the time when she stayed here. And, you know, we kind of got to see her grow up a little bit and she ruled this house. Um, She knew all our offices, she'd come in here and we would play. um, And it just, was such a great reminder of like, okay, this is why you're here. And this is what we do. Right. Um, because there's all, you know, with any job, there's not so great glamorous parts of it and you have to work yeah. hard, but that's why we do it. Um, they lived two hours from the hospital and she has a single dad and, you know, them driving back and forth just wasn't working or right. after chemo, you know, she might spike a fever and would need to be at the hospital immediately. So they were here with us almost a year and several times after that, you know, um, for checkups, but she did finally get to ring the gong at Sacred Heart and awesome. it was such an amazing day and she's been cancer free and we just, oh my gosh, I just love that little kid so much. And then watching her, that sweet little bald head that she had and all of her hair grow back and um, it just was amazing. And Anthony too, I mean, every time we see him, it's like, we just go up and give him a big hug. And it's like, how are you doing? How is everything? And um, they are, yeah, they're just a part of our family. That's good. Well, and earlier when you were talking about reminding yourself, like, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to, I just want to know your thoughts on this. I was listening to a sermon with Dr. Tony Evans, and he was saying that even on the hard days, when you have the feeling in your soul, like in your gut, that you're still called. It's like, this is a really hard day, but I'm still called. I'm still called yeah. to do this for God's glory. Like that's where, you know, that you're in the right spot, even on the hard days, like the good days, it's easy to be like, yes, this is great. Like for the Lord, all of it, <laughs> but when it's hard and exactly. you know, that you're still called like, yes, like I will still show up for you, Lord, no matter what, you know, like I'm still called. So I just thought that when you said that, it's like, even if you have a hard day, just by seeing a child who is hurt, like you're still called, you know, to show up for them. It's just amazing. Yeah, we can, you know, we can find them a little toy to play with, you know, um, even with Anaya with a lot of, you know, the chemo she was going through, you know, it was hard to watch her go through that, you know, it's upsetting. They're, they're so little and she wouldn't eat anything. And the only thing we could get her to eat was, um, from Waterburger, and it was their little, um, like apple pies. Anaya, my soul sister. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so we would frequent, um, going to Waterburger so much that they were just like, oh, Hey, is this for Anaya? Y'all just have it. And, you know, they were just like, you know, they understood. They were like, hey, this is the only thing this little girl is going to eat. We need to get something in her stomach. And they just were so kind um, to us through that. And, you know, it's just amazing how the community, you know, really comes together for the house. And we just couldn't be more thankful um, for everyone giving and participating in events and for helping us help the families. Right. We do it, um, you know, without 
the, the community and, and them giving us support. Well, shout out Whataburger. That's amazing. (laughs) Giving you guys pies, like knowing you got, I mean, I'm sure it got expensive over time and you guys are, you know, you're fundraising, you're fundraising, you're fundraising to cover these. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the shout out Whataburger. That's amazing. I just wanted to, um, read Mark 12, 30 through 31 again. Um, yeah. just talking about love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Um, the second is this love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And Ashley, yesterday I was having a hard day. I was having a hard day and a friend reminded me of the scripture. And so God's word is alive. And even if we, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say doubt, but maybe forget like God's word stands firm and it is active and it's alive. And by you sharing that scripture today, it's like, yes, like with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength, it's just Mm -hmm. like, be all in, you know, like broadcast God's love, you know, be all in. And that's so encouraging, Ashley. So thank you for coming in. Just with a humble and sweet heart, like you always do. And just sharing God's love and sharing with us what Ronald McDonald house is doing, not only in Northwest Florida, but worldwide. I mean, Argentina, what? That's so cool. I had no idea. Yeah. It is just amazing what some of those chapters, you know, outside of the U S have been able to accomplish in, and, you know, giving back to their communities and the families that need them. Uh, we just had, um, it, it was all virtual, um, but another kind of global conference. And we got to hear from some of those other chapters and, and how they've handled things recently. And it's just amazing. And like I said, I just, I'm so blessed and thankful to come work here every single day with the people that I do. And I just want to say thank you so much to you um, for being such an inspiration, I think, to everyone in our community. I'm just honored to be on here today and and just so admire you and everything that you do. So thank you, Ashley. um, Let's talk about Ronald McDonald House and something that I love. And um, I'm just so, so appreciative. So thank you. Thank you, Ashley. I love you so much. And we go way back. So I so appreciate your time today. And um, is there anything else you want to share? Did we miss anything? Oh man, I mean, there's always so much I could talk about the house. I would encourage if if anyone after hearing this, if, if they have questions to get yes. in touch, we love, you know, if you want to send an email or give us a phone call um, or just, you know, look at our Facebook page. We, we post a lot on there and, and kind of what we're up to and what we do. Um, but I will say so much of, well, all of our funding, you know, comes from grants and the community. So we're not government funded at all. And we just are so thankful for everyone giving. Um, because like I said, we couldn't do this, you know, with, without people, um, you know, feeling that need to give. And um, it's just so important. These families are so thankful to be here. And um, hopefully soon we'll be able, you know, if people want to come visit the house and um, we'll be able to give tours and stuff again, because that's always amazing actually getting to see what's going on around here. Yes. Yeah, that would be great. I know things are starting to open up public. You don't have to wear a mask anymore. So, okay. (laughs) 
what does that mean? What does that mean, Publix? This is great. So anyway, good stuff. Ashley, love you, girl. Uh, just thanks for shining God's light and broadcasting God's love where you're at and just with your family, your sweet family as well. Um, and as we just close this out, Lord, I pray that we decrease and God, you increase in our lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>